Dealers, have you been searching for a way to keep your customers' cars looking new for longer? Diamond Coat's nano ceramic gloss and matte paint coating is the answer. No special application tools are required, and it will keep service work in your base. Plus, it's an excellent lease product to offer your customers. Give your dealership the competitive edge with Diamond Coat. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the June 23rd, 2023 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor at Automotive News Canada. Our guest today recently sat down with Automotive News Canada staff at the Automobile Journalists Association of Canada's Eco Run in Burnaby, B.C. and talked electrification. He's a man at the forefront of electric vehicle charging infrastructure in the province with the biggest EV uptake. He'll talk about educating the public, working with municipalities to get the infrastructure installed, the challenges that still exist, and what kind of incentives his province is offering in an effort to increase EV sales. All that and more when we hear from Director of EV Service Delivery at BC Hydro, Case Jansen, on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. BC Hydro has plenty of partnerships when it comes to electric vehicle infrastructure. It works with charger manufacturers such as ChargePoint and Flow. It has a partnership with GreenLots, which installs chargers and software in apartments and condos. It's also working with traditional gasoline provider Petro-Canada and EV maker Tesla. But BC Hydro also does some outreach, educating the public about all things electric. Case began by talking about those initiatives. So there's a lot of education required for the public in order for the public to understand um, EV vehicles, EV infrastructure uh, that's in place to charge. And so we do uh, support events like this. These are important events uh, for us. And so we enjoy coming out, sponsoring the events, just to bring awareness to the change in society that we're seeing, the shift to the electrical vehicles and electrification more broadly um, as well. Uh, we do have a very large event uh, coming up later this year. It's called Fully Charged uh, Life. Uh, it's going to happen in, in September, from September 8th till 10th in Vancouver. It is a large event that happens in, in Europe, the US, Australia, and now in Canada as well. And so that's another event we're uh, going to be at and, and sponsor as well. And um, yeah, uh, people can come there, learn about electric vehicles, try them out try the new technologies. It's not only electrical vehicles, it's also the e-scooters, the e-bikes, uh, e-skateboards, etc. And so it's really the move towards electrification that we want to you know, educate people about. Case then spoke about what BC Hydro and its partners, such as municipalities and the makers of those EV chargers, are doing to ensure there is enough EV infrastructure available at home and on the road to meet the growing demand. Yeah, maybe I'll start off with uh, recognizing that as we look at the EV infrastructure, um, the largest shift is that people are able to charge at home in many cases. Not in all cases, but uh, we see that 90% of the people charge you know, at, at home, uh, basically. Uh, obviously, not everybody has the opportunity to charge at home, so that's where we focus on how can we make sure that we you know, are able to uh, make sure those people can, can charge at uh, where they're mostly living. And so we, uh, we partner up with municipalities, um, you know, in particular, uh, to see if we can uh, work with them on the code, uh, you know, for condo buildings, townhomes, et cetera, so that EV charger stages can be installed there. Uh, we work with municipalities as well to uh, install some hubs 
And so, um, you know, larger, you know, uh, charging stations, you know, in the municipality to help them with the electrification. Uh, we help them municipalities as well with uh, electrifying their fleet, you know, as well. And so working with a variety of, uh, of municipalities, uh, we're in discussions as well with, uh, with other larger companies that have an interest in installing, you know, EV chargers, uh, you know, on their, on their properties. Uh, so we can really build it out. Uh, we're really looking at, you know, building it out, um, you know, across the highway. And so BC is a very large province. So it is important that uh, people, if they want to travel across the province, they have the opportunity to, to charge all the way along. So that's where a significant uh, focus of us is to make sure that, that you know, um, charging highway, so to speak, is, is built out and people feel comfortable going on a, on a road uh, trip. So how does BC Hydro work with other provinces and utility companies when it comes to EV infrastructure and harmonized standards? Case explained. Yeah, I know that's a great point, and I think that's all still fairly early uh, developments. And so we do talk to other utilities. Uh, we do to providers that provide services, you know, across, uh, you know, North America, so we can learn from each other, uh, so we don't, you know, you know, repeat mistakes, so to speak. Like you say, that there's some standardization, and there's some standardization starting to happen. But I think we also have to realize it's a vastly evolving space. So, you know, companies are coming out with new technologies fairly, uh, fairly quickly. And so it is something that we're actually starting to uh, pay attention to uh, more closely. There's some government initiatives as well to start uh, more of that coordination to make sure that there is more standardization. Uh, so in the end of the day, that we can improve that, uh, uh, the driver experience, basically, when people are at the, at the charging stages. But I have to say it's still very early and it's developing fairly quickly as well. We'll be right back after this short break. Today, we're excited to share with you how you can enhance your customer's driving experience and keep their vehicle looking like new with Diamond Coat's full suite of nano-ceramic gloss and matte paint protection products. Both come with a 10-year warranty guarantee. Diamond Coat's nano-ceramic gloss paint protection is perfect for customers who want to maintain vibrant vehicle finish. This advanced formula uses cutting-edge nanotechnology to create a hard, durable barrier between the paint and the environment. Not only does it provide superior protection against scratches, bird droppings, and UV rays, but it also enhances the paint's shine, making it look like it just rolled off the showroom floor. For matte finished vehicles on your lot, we have NanoCeramic Matte, the only product in North America specifically designed to protect a vehicle's unique non-reflective look. It's engineered to preserve the light-diffusing sheen matte and satin finishes are known for while still providing long-lasting protection from the elements. Both of our nano-ceramic products offer superior protection with a 9H hardness rating and a hydrophobic surface that repels water and contaminants. This means your customers will spend less time cleaning their vehicle and more time enjoying the ride. Not only are our products top of the line, but our team of experts is dedicated to providing exceptional service to our dealership partners. We offer comprehensive training, marketing support, and dedicated ancillary specialists to ensure that you have everything you need to successfully offer our products to your customers. So if you want to provide your customers with the best in ceramic paint protection, look no further than Diamond Coat. Contact us today or visit www.diamondcoat.com to learn more about how we can help. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Welcome back to the podcast where we're talking EV infrastructure with Director of EV Service Delivery at BC Hydro, Case Jansen. 
British Columbia's own statistics show battery electric vehicle models accounted for 18.1% of all new light-duty vehicle sales in the province in 2022. The province also offers some of the biggest EV incentives in Canada, and it has its own zero-emissions vehicle sales mandate coming. So, Case explained how all that affects BC Hydro's plans and how they might compare with other provinces that have less uptake in EVs. Uh, yeah, each province is working on it, so I think it's a matter of time. Uh, we do see even in BC, obviously, we see in the urban areas the growth you know, faster of EV uh, vehicles uh, because there's less you know, range anxiety um, in, those, in those areas. Uh, but obviously, you know, each province and the country has the goals of uh, zero emission vehicles uh, being sold you know, only uh, by 2025. And so no gas powered vehicles after 2035 for our province. So every province has their target. So it's a matter of time that we're all migrating to that. And, and so every province is working towards that at different uh, speed. But, you know, similar like you see here in BC, initially the focus was a little bit more on the lower mainland. And you see is now more expanding, you know, across the province. So we have that full reach. So what type of programs and assistance are available for residents who want to charge at home? Case explained. Yeah, so we have for uh, for home charges, we have a rebate program uh, in place in the province of uh, of BC. We also have rebate programs in place for uh, people that own our condos or townhomes, where we do a readiness uh, assessment. Uh, we fund some of that uh, to look at the infrastructure um, at the home. For home charging, um, the changes are not too complex. It's, uh, it's a two hundred forty volt. Um, um, you know, outlet basically, just, just like your dryer and washer basically that can be installed by any electrician. Uh, the larger challenge is probably around the condos and, and the townhomes, particularly the ones that have already been established. It will require some adjustment of, uh, of the infrastructure, some extensions, and then, you know, build it in. So that's more expensive, but there are some, some um, you know, great discounts uh, for that. So we do have rebates um, that we provide uh, to people. So we're definitely encourage people to reach out to BC Hydro. A lot of information is available on the website uh, as well, where you can read up around what is, what is available. And um, definitely uh, we have some strong rebate programs to promote um, the charging at, at home as well as, uh, as well as at work. And so we do have uh, our programs uh, where you can install charges at work. And so there's programs for that as well. And what if EV buyers are unsure about whether their home is suitable enough for an EV charger? Case had some advice. Uh, yeah, so your electrician will do an assessment and determine whether or not you need to upgrade. Uh, if you do need to upgrade, uh, that would be you know your cost uh, basically. Interestingly enough, we we have an uh, electrical vehicle at home as, as well, and uh, so we're still at a hundred amp service, and it all works, you know, perfectly. And so it all depends on the situation. When it comes to those charging rebates, Case spoke about earlier. The province offers owners of single-family homes, row homes, duplexes, or townhouses a rebate of up to 50% off the purchase and installation costs of an eligible Level 2 EV charger to a maximum of $350. For a limited time, BC Hydro is offering additional funding of up to $250 for a single-family home customer who installs an eligible smart EV charger. Owners of condo and apartment buildings can receive rebates between $5,000 and $25,000, depending on the situation. And similar rebates are available for workplaces. I'd like to thank Case for his time 
If you'd like to be a guest on the show, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glayson at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website, automotivenews.ca. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.